Hey listeners, I had a question come through from a listener this week and it's a really interesting one and thank you Carrie Ehrlich for your question. It's a real interesting one actually and the question is, when is it the right time for a leader to leave? And I think it's really quite cool, so let's discuss. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Welcome to the Ask Dennis Freestyle episode. I'm asked a question from our listeners, or I share my thoughts, insights, and experiences from working with many leaders around the globe. Well, listeners, what a great question by our listener, Carrie Ehrlich, who asked that question, when is it a good time for a leader to leave? And so, well, when is it? You know, we've got examples of people who are leaving sort of teams, roles, organizations too early, and then we've got examples of others that stay on too long, possibly. In New Zealand, we saw a very senior leader who left their position about 12 months more earlier than they should have, and but they wanted to go out on a high, and they wanted to leave their successor some time to sort of prepare things for the future as well and get into the role. Recently in sport here in New Zealand, we had the rugby competition of local teams, and the Wellington rugby team had not won what we call the NPC Cup or for about 20-something years. And uh, every year, people in the area were disappointed that they didn't win. Well, this year, it was their year, their year, and they won. But you know what? As soon as they won, the coach announced their resignation. So probably going out on a high after working so hard with the team. Now, that team was really cool, still is. It's awesome. And the way that they just worked together to move forward, which is good. Then we've seen leaders who have stayed too long. In fact, what they've done is they've overstayed their welcome in some time, in some areas. So we see them do really good, but then we see them get into some difficult times as well. Here in New Zealand, we had a, a large organization where the CEO uh, had resigned abruptly after 13 years in the role. And so that's a very, very long time. In fact, as I said before, some of them stay too long. You know what? There is a tipping point that we know that actually happens. And that tipping point whereby things could be quite chaotic. So as an example, you may see a new leader being appointed to a organization or to a team. There may be a little bit of turmoil and chaos. That leader takes them through that and then brings them out on the other end and starts to move forward. But then if they wait too long, then there is this tipping point. And some people call that the kiss of death. Some people call it about whereby it's too long and now they're on the decline. It becomes a slippery slope and they start to get themselves in trouble. For a while it's been great, but maybe they've become complacent or too comfortable in what they do and then their things start to go wrong. And we've seen people, you've seen people who have been in roles and organizations for too long. You may be one of these people who are thinking right now, how long have I been in my role? And am I staying too long? Am I overstaying my welcome? 
I've had people that I've been working with over the last few years and coaching them because some of them have been made redundant or some of them want to go on to do bigger roles or some of them want to go on off and start their own business. But the one thing that they keep saying to me that seems to be a common theme, not for everybody, but seems to be a common theme from quite a few of them, is that the last 12 to 18 months they've been quite bored. But you know what? They've not been bringing their A game to the table. They've been getting their salaries every month. That's okay, isn't it? But then they're not being bringing their A game because they've been bored. Some of them being made redundant. And so they've been in the organization for many, many years. And so should they have left earlier? So the question is, when is the right time to leave? Well, personally, I think it's when it's the right time for you. It's about you understanding and have self-awareness of what is happening around you. So even if you're in a C-suite role or you're an entrepreneur of an organization and you're the founder of that organization... When do you step aside and allow someone else as a general manager or as a CEO to run your little baby, your business? Huh? Do I have to give up and let somebody else take over? For some people, they struggle with that. Why? Because people, some people just not going to do it as good as I can. And so they find it very hard. So when is that right time? And the time could be when there is time for it to expand and explode and grow and move to new levels. And so having that self-awareness and and having a plan in place whereby you are deliberate and taking control of you deciding when you need to go, when you need to move on. Now, you might move up to a more senior role and somebody else comes in and takes the other role off you or that you were doing. That's still the right time for you to move on. How many of you actually have succession plans in place for your employees and for your teams and for your businesses and where you're going? See, if you actually have a plan in place, then you know exactly what you're wanting to do. You're more calculated. Now, the date may change. We talk about goals being in cement, but the days or the date and the plan will be in sand and we'll actually move and adjust as we need to. But if you can recognize when it's the right time, then I think that's half the battle. I think that's when you know when it is the right time. Today, We are seeing people stay in roles for 18 months to 24 months, not 20 to 30 years. They might be in the same company for a long period of time, but they're doing different roles. So they want a variety of things to do, and they're looking for their new project initiatives or team that they may actually lead. The thing I would say to you is this, maybe looking at things as a project, an initiative. So you've got a start date and a finish date, and there's things you need to do in the middle. But once that is done, it's done. And you can do a debrief, you could do whatever you need to do, but then you move on to your next thing. As I said before, having a succession plan in place is going to be very, very clever, but also very responsible as well. Senior leaders should have an actual exit strategy. They understand when they are coming into the organization, but they also understand when they're probably going to leave. I remember we had in Hewlett Packard in the HP days, we had a, a leader that was there for a very long time. And he left. Then we had another leader come on board, a new CEO, lasted nine months and gone. And then we actually had our third CEO in a matter of just over a year. And we actually had Meg Whitman come in. She had to turn that whole organization around. Why? Because that whole organization was complacent, was losing money, wasn't moving forward. It was really in in a bad spot. And so what she had to do was with the organization and the leadership team is turn that business around, and it was a five-year turnaround plan. Now, most CEOs will kick off that kind of thing and then more than likely move on after two or three years. 
to her credit, she stayed until the five years were up and that she made sure that everything was done. Towards the end of that five years is when they actually split the organization up into four different organizations. And she stayed to make sure that each one of those were done and that she actually had built the successes to run those different organizations. It's good for companies and businesses and leaders to review regularly on when it's the right time to move on. It could be also like a product or a service that they're offering in the market. When is the right time to move on or to leave and get out of that product, that business and so forth? There is a time where you need to make sure you understand where you're going and what you're doing because you need to bring your A game all the time. Now, if you do have a plan and you do know when you need to get out, then the best thing you can do is bring your A game to the table. Hit the ball out of the park. But you need to leave your team and your business and, your, and the place that you're at, whatever that means for you, in a better place than you when you first came across it. In other words, set up the future generations so then they can take what you've done, the work that you've done, the foundation that you've built on top of the foundation that was already there, to strengthen it, to make it go forward and move on. You know what, listeners, there's going to be some signs out there for you to know whether you need to move on in your job or whether you need to move on in business or whatever you're doing. Maybe it's because you've achieved what you've set out to do. So that could be one sign or one area. Number two is that you're getting no excitement by doing what you're doing. Number three is that there are signs of burnout, exhaustion. And I think that's why we're seeing a lot what's happening in the great resignation around the world. People are complaining to me all the time that they can't find people to come and work for them. I think a lot of people have taken time out during COVID to reskill themselves and go off and do other roles. They've also gone through the last two or three years and realized that life is precious, that they may be not wanting to do what they're doing or what they are doing is the wrong thing. If you take me as an example, when I went through my health scare a few years ago, I realized that life was too short. And I needed to go out and do the business that I've been talking about for a long time. And so it's about actually understanding what you're wanting to do and understanding when is the right time to leave. Now, did I want to leave? No. Did it feel easy to leave? Heck no. But you know what? You've got to leave. You need to know when the right time is. Another sign could be whereby you're starting to form bad habits, that you're doing things wrong. You might be turning up to work late or you're not doing the everything properly. You're just doing it half-pied, as we call it, or you're just sort of trying to get it done, but you're not doing or bringing your very best to the table. The other thing could be whereby another sign is when people or the work environment or an environment full stop is toxic. It's not healthy. There could be all sorts of things. You know, you might be in a relationship today that is not healthy. I'm going to say whether it's a relationship or whether it's a business or whether it's a role that you are in, step back and think about what's going on. Really understand what's happening. But also maybe tap into the right people to give you advice or help you with your thinking to move through things. You see, something has to give. A shift or a change needs to happen. And we know that there's one thing that's constant in the world, and that is change. And so if you're stuck somewhere and you're not moving, and you don't know when is the right time to leave, then you're more than likely will be forced out by something in the future. Make a decision and put a plan together and then go for it. You might want to be a people pleaser. You might be a little bit afraid about what people might think or you don't want to disappoint them. I'm here to tell you this. You don't need to be a people pleaser. 
there is actually only one person you need to please, and that's yourself. You need to make sure that you're doing the right thing for you, while at the same time, you're being the ultimate professional, because you don't want to leave people in a lurch, but you've got to do what's the right thing for you. That's why I'm saying have a plan, an exit strategy, and understand what you need to do. Carrie, I want to thank you for that question. It's really awesome. And yeah, it's really, really helped. And listeners, I hope you've got a lot out of that question today. If you do have a question for the Ask Dennis Freestyle episode, then feel free to reach out to me and let me know. Hey, listeners, it's always a pleasure being with you. Thanks for joining. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world. 